You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by West Dakota Oil, located at 604 East Broadway Street in Dickinson. They can be reached by calling 701-225-4292. Today we honor Father Jeff Epler from St. John the Evangelist in Grafton, North Dakota, and Sacred Heart Church in Oakwood, North Dakota. Well, Father, who nominated him? Well, Alan started off. He said that I am nominating Father Jeff Epler for his constant witness to the faith. He puts out a Facebook podcast of each day's gospel readings and a reflection of that gospel early in the morning. That way I can start my day off on the right foot. Thank you for that. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Good way to start the day. And then Marjorie would say, Father Jeff is absolutely brilliant and extremely good teacher and is so good. He flat out tells us what we need to hear. Never minces words. He tells us about our faith exactly what we need to hear. We're so blessed. Well, Father Jeff awesome, sounds man. like a great priest. <clears throat> I wish he was my priest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Father Bryce, okay, so we're making a trip up to Grafton or Oakwood to awesome. make to to meet Father Jeff. Well, and I think it's amazing that not every day in our Honor Our Father segment do we get two people nominating the priest. Oh, so that is a big honor, Father Jeff Epler. I hope you enjoy your dozen donuts, and hopefully you share with, with your staff there. And, and maybe Alan and Marjorie will pop in and get a donut, too. So, Well, today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by West Dakota Oil located at 604 East Broadway Street in Dickinson. They can be reached by calling 701-225-4292. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live here Monday, May the 3rd. What feast day is it today, Father? It's the Apostles, Philip and James. Excellent. And we are so excited because... First of all, it's a beautiful spring day. There's no snow on the ground. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. And we are, I would say, in the best part of God's country. Yeah, I would. I, it's definitely beautiful. It's, uh, you know, Wyoming is such a, a beautifully diverse state. And I, growing up, I'd never spent too much time in the northeast corner of Wyoming and on the prairies, you might call them. And so I've been here for a while. But, man, I, I really come to experience the beauty. I would definitely say this is God's country um, in just a lot of ways. So I'm <laughs> thankful to be here, especially in spring, because things are greening up. I think it's funny. Back when I was, <laughs> this is terrible, back when I was a teenager and I'd come whenever over here or drive over here for whatever reason, the only thing I could associate Wyoming with is sheep and kamikaze antelope because oh, yes. I, the antelope they are just they're crazy out here. Mm-hmm. They're they're just they, they, I suppose because it's wide open they can just go where they please and, and there's yeah, no so hindrance. Like the wide open spaces is their defense. They just run far away from you and stand in the middle of the open, and you can't. 
touch them. And, and when they run it together, I mean, it's really impressive that they, they all, you know. They, they don't trip over each other? Yeah. It's like a well-choreographed dance. And But, yeah, they, they um, I've seen more antelope jump across the highway or whatever mm-hmm. in Maybe it's because growing up in the Black Hills, you know, you always anticipated that deer popping out behind the mm-hmm. tree or mm-hmm. something like that, that, you know, out on the prairie, I'm sure they deal with the same thing in South Dakota. But but I think that Wyoming has a lot more to offer than sheep and antelope. Yeah, it does. Um, and I love it. I, I love Wyoming. It's my home state, and I'm just so thankful to, to be home. And, um, you know, as we were kind of talking about what to speak about in this little segment we have now, we just kind of tagged it, um, you know, living the faith in God's country. And so maybe I'll just share that from my perspective. You know, I mean, everybody's got their own perspective on how they live the faith here and, and whatnot. But I I do kind of um, gravitate towards the cowboy way. I mean, that's kind of the realm I was raised and then also just part of my nature in a sense and uh so i maybe i'll just speak of that a little bit yeah. like what is the beauty of that and i and i think where it really kind of hits home in wyoming and this whole bigger picture is is just being authentic and being very real so our our, our lived faith is very real so we're not our heads aren't in the clouds our 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 boots are on the ground if you will it's very incarnational spirituality and i mean so like right now hey man like every cowboy in the county is praying for rain right right (laughs) so i mean it's not it's it's very it's very real and i love that and and we love it too because that's where god meets us um god took on flesh like i often say god took on dirt you know and that that's where we we discover him is in reality and and it's you know i don't cuss technology all the time but i it it gets us out of touch with reality if we're not careful that we kind of live this virtual reality when when god wants to um touch us with where we're at humanly and i just i just feel that's one of the great gifts that our culture our country here whether it's the northeast corner of wyoming or the entire state has to offer is that um we're very in tune with reality very in touch with reality who is god yeah and i think it's a in a situation like this when you're you're living in a close-knit community you know your neighbor your neighbor knows you you're looking out for them they've got your back you know that that's the cowboy way we're gonna go brand we're gonna go you know somebody has a need they all step up and they try to fill it right Mm -hmm. it is it's a beautiful thing you mentioned branding like that's my favorite event in the world and um and it's it's starting right. Got my yep. first one lined up this Saturday, and uh, and it is like everybody. I just kind of reflecting on the fact that okay, I, you know, this guy's branding this weekend, so I can't brand that weekend. So I'm I'm branding the next weekend, and it just it's this this traveling show where everybody just shows up that they you know the neighbors, and then they come to ours, and then we go to theirs, and you just you just keep it's keep com- it going. Yeah, it's community, and yeah, and when you build community, it's easier to to live out. You know your faith. The expectations of of charity are there, and and it isn't so clo- you don't closed in. You have to be out. You have to be part of the world in that case. You don't have to be of. 
you know, of the world, but you have to be in the world helping. And I think in a situation where you're, you're always getting to um, see the beauty of God's nature, the, the wonder of the birth of a calf, the, you know, the beauty of all of those things that God has blessed um, a lot of our listeners with in the area, because I know there's a lot of farmers and ranchers that are in our listening area. And I think, wow, what a great opportunity to live out the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, yeah. because you are experiencing that awe of God. You know, you're experiencing that that you, you need the wisdom and you need the understanding and, and, and you're kind of having to utilize all of those things to just even make a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always speak of... Um like a cooperation with God's grace. So it's not, I mean, God, he does the heavy lifting. His grace is, is, uh, is, is, does all the work in a sense, but I've got to cooperate with that grace. I've got to do my part. You have to do your part. And, and it's, it makes it fun that way. Um, in a sense that I'm not just passive. I have to, I get to listen, pray and make decisions. And God is there by my side. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Come on. And then you have to trust. Trust. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing. Uh, and then that incorporates it into other aspects of life, um, right. whether it's raising kids or living the faith or whatever. Then that, that lived experience, hey, God provided for me in these human situations. He will also provide for me in these more supernatural situations, too. So it's very inter- integrated, I believe. Yeah, and I think when you live in a city, it's harder to see those things. It's harder to be, to be in touch with God's, um, I guess, his, his handiwork. Yeah, it might be. Um, one thing that we kind of focus on, too, because it's not just, you know, it's not an immature faith at all. It's very, we incorporate the more intellectual traditions as well. And I, and the one thing I really love is what I call, it's traditionally called the three, the three transcendentals. So truth, goodness, and beauty. And I, I like to kind of, man, that's just kind of the way to go through life. And I said, that's, that's this, the perspective to have, that transcendental perspective, to really... Be able to see when I encounter truth, goodness, and beauty, I encounter God. Like that's like His kingdom of God already on earth, in a sense. So I would just kind of like, hey, what is, what is, what, what is when things are things are good when they act according to their nature, yeah. right? So we 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 use things in accordance with their nature. We see all the time. What is truth? Truth is when my mind conforms to reality. I don't try to conform reality to my mind. No. That right. doesn't work. So I conform my mind to reality, and then what is good beauty is when things are properly ordered. So yeah, and you know you can do that in the city, you but can. here it's very easy to see beauty, goodness, and truth, and to have those th- things lift my mind uh, into an encounter with God. Mm-hmm. I would think with that comes, I guess, a, a greater responsibility because it's easier to see to spend time in prayer in adoration mm-hmm. of God because we are so aware yeah. of it it's easy when you're when something is made aware to you mm-hmm. I think there's obligations that come with that, that yeah to whom much has been given much will be received to whom more has been given more will be received right so yeah maybe we do have a greater responsibility because it's right in front of us yeah we've got this whole God's country and Mm-hmm. Glorify God in His country, no matter where you're at. But if you can see it easier, maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. Maybe He's asking that more of you. Yeah, good point. I love it. <laughs> well, we're going to take um, a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to hear what else is on Father Bryce's mind today on this beautiful Monday morning. Um, stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, 
and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. As a sole provider, the needs of my growing family are something I pray for daily. I know continuing my education will benefit my family in the end, but I worry about what I'll miss while doing so. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time for Real Presence Radio's Spring Live Drive. Awaken! Join us for this family reunion as we celebrate and raise funds to continue to broadcast Real Presence Radio in your local area. Don't miss your favorite priest, hosts, and fellow listeners as they share how RPR has impacted their lives. Spring Live Drive, Awaken! Coming May 4th through the 7th. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with Father Bryce Lundgren. We're live here in Gillette at St. Matthew's Parish in our our Gillette studio. I'm just going to call it that, Father. Your office is now our Gillette studio. I love it. We're going to get you a sign, Gillette Studio, mm. Real Presence Radio, Official Studio. Yeah. That'll work, right? Yeah, I dig it. Well, okay, so we're talking a little bit about God's country. We're talking branding. We're talking, you know, truth, beauty, and goodness. What else you got going on, Father? Well, yeah, I, you know, one of my passions, I think, um, is for kind of, maybe just call them the, the working man or just men in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, speaking to their heart and and whatnot. But anyway, so we formed, a, we'd call it kind of a fraternal group, men's fraternal group, um, this past, you know, towards the first of this year. And it's we've named it the Sons of Joseph. So in honor of uh, the year of St. Joseph, but also Jesus, who I love in the apostolic letter that the Holy Father wrote, um, it said that Jesus was honored to, in all four Gospels, to be known as the son of Joseph. So that's kind of where we got the title of that. Um, Mark Richter, yeah, I'm sure your listeners are familiar with the Richter family. They're all over. 
<laughs> Mark and I if we kind of work in, on this together. So anyway, so that's been really good. So what we've been doing is getting together as a big group once a month and in mass and conversation or whatever, and then breaking out into smaller groups. And we're just kind of rolling with this, seeing where it goes. But the one book that we started off with reading after we did read the apostolic letter was Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. And man, that's a solid read. That is a solid read. If I were to sum up my spiritual program, the way, you know, the road the Lord has taken me on in my journey, boy, I mean, that's just it in a, in a real nutshell. So I put, um, that's a, that's a really good read. And it, the idea of it is to tap into a man's heart, which is unique, right? Everybody, you know, I mean, there's a difference between the feminine heart and the man's heart and they're, they've totally complement and overlap and stuff, but like, Hey, let's speak particularly to men in this context. And so that book was really good tapping into, um, uh, yes, men in general, their hearts, what it kind of, how the Lord speaks to that and what we're created for, but then also individually. So my, my battle cry as a, as a person, uh, as, as a priest as well. And I think it's kind of universal is like, Hey, I'm a son before I'm a father. Like the idea is we gotta, we, we need to live out of our sonship in order to then be a good father. It works the same way for women too. I'm a daughter before I'm a mother. I'm a daughter before I'm a wife, right on. And, and that's the baptismal reality of who we are. We are sons and daughters of God, our father, but it's so easy to jump into the mission mode. I'm a father and I'm, you know, I'm just, it's, you know, everything's hectic and stuff. We need to stay in those calm, cool waters of our sonship and, takes takes time not just to get there but to stay there our world is very busy and very um it wants us to draw draw us out of that peaceful realm of our hearts where we're in communion with the father into just the craziness right so that being said i i think our our next thing on the dock we are going to have a men's one day silent retreat down here on the durham ranch which is We've had John Flokini on here before. He's got the Buffalo Ranch. Yep. We're going to yep. go down there on the prairie and and just make it pretty simple. Um, just mass in the morning, followed by, um, you know, probably like six, seven hours of silent prayer. And to really get us, hear us, help us hear the voice of God in our hearts so we can tune into that voice and then stay there and then not only then when we go back to the world, but just every day, like get ourselves centered in our hearts. We're at peace with God, our father, and then we can be the husband, the father, same with yeah. the ladies, the wife and the mother. So I suppose when you're, when you're focused on your sonship or your daughtership or, mm-hmm. or you're, you're putting it in the right relationship, if you will, mm-hmm. um, it's easier to see the truth, the beauty and the goodness. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's, it's the right orientation. It's the orientation that Jesus had. I mean, you look yeah. his whole life. I mean, especially, you know, he's baptized. You are my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Bam. Right away, he goes in the desert. And every temptation that's thrown at him begins with, if you're really the son of God, if you're really the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Right? Yeah. It's always against that sonship. But Jesus owns it. His whole mm-hmm. gospel, he just owns that sonship that... You know, it's all about the father, you know, that relationship, son, father. And it's funny, interesting, every, you know, he's got all these random titles, uh, son of David, son of man, son of God. What's the one common theme in all those? Son. Son. Yeah, he owns it. 
So, um, so we're we're kind of following his example. Um, and even for the women, Mary, oh, yeah. daughter. No, no, it's it's universal. Yeah, it really. Yeah, it I do. really think it's it works. <laughs> it does, and then, and so like yeah, actually, and then to bring Mary and like um, you know Jesus's life was book bookmarked, book ended with Mary, like from the very beginning to the very end. She was a feature, a prominent feature in his life, and I always feel like you know one you know, just a normal way to get to our fathers on a human level is through our mother. Yeah. Right? And so she is, uh, for him and I think for us as well, is a really, really key component in helping us uh, come to know our uh, God as our Father. So, and that was Jesus' last command when he hung on the cross. Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. Yeah, and then with your the sons of Joseph, and I mean, you've got a holy family thing going on. Yeah, and what I love about that is, um, it's not you know when we talk about like consecration, like a total entrustment to Mary, and now you know Joseph is yeah. is it's becoming very um, popular and important. And I did that years ago in seminary, which was huge. But anyway, um, it's not just like oh, I want to in- imitate these guys' faith. No, no. I mean, it's deeper than that. It's that, but it's deeper than that. Like Jesus totally entrusted himself to Mary and Joseph and they formed him as a man, as a son. Right. And so it's the same with us on a spiritual. We totally entrust ourselves to Mary and Joseph and they bring out that image of God in us. They help form us. Looks unique on all of us, but it's, it's very real. And it's not just a, oh, I want to, you know, imitate their life. Yeah, but. I want to entrust myself to them. Right. And they point to the Father. They point us to the Father. Yeah, everything. I mean, just like our gospel today, Philip's like, uh, show us the Father and that'll be enough. Jesus is like, come on, man. (laughs) Have you been with me this whole time? He who sees me sees the Father. Like, that's the whole, like, if I were to, if I were to uh, summarize the Jesus gospel message into two words, it would be our Father, the whole mission, leading us back to God, our Father. (laughs) <laughs> that's good yeah so um yeah anyway we're excited about that not just that retreat but that whole ministry I, I think um i think when we live out of that sonship out of that daughtership then we're effective and I, that's what i was going to say with mary like she's she's the go-to like put ourselves in her arms just as jesus did and in her arms it's fun and we get the job done yeah Yep, and you know she's going to be there. She, she, mm-hmm. she like a mother. She's going to stay protecting us, by our sides, supporting us. Mm-hmm. And you can't go wrong. No, and it's not. It's not just about you know all this you know this passive existence of just you know rolling around in mom's arms or something. No, we got a mission to do. We yeah. got a job to do, and she's all about that. So you know, but but in that we can be peaceful. I could see Mary. She's probably, I mean, we talked about branding earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, she would be the mother who's got the food spread to mm-hmm. feed all mm-hmm. the workers. She's she's going to be the one who's, you know, gently helping, you know, the the young ones or encouraging the ones that are wrestling the calves or, you know, whatever well, it needs to happen. Because she's got all of us covered in our unique way. Yeah, I would think, um, I often think that... Uh, you know, she and she, I think, theologically speaking, she does kind of like cover woman in a broad span from mother to wife to child to you know the yeah. whole thing. And and she play, she's got to play such an interesting role in Jesus's life 
uh, a man who's, uh, you know, celibate, essentially. But yet, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. We, we need that feminine figure in our lives. And I can just imagine, I always think, especially like on, on the way to the cross, like where, where he, Jesus falls and he meets his mother. And I think the Passion of the Christ depicts this so well. Like he meets his mother and then she looks at him and she's like, I can do this. Like he, he yeah. mans up he mans because up. Yep. of the woman and he, he gets the job done. And he couldn't do that without that, um, that, that feminine, authentic feminine influence in his life. And, and she plays that role for us. I mean, especially as priests, but, uh, but for all of us, like, I can just see how you look at, you look at a statue or you're, you're meditating on, on Mary and all in your head, all you hear is man up, father Bryce, mm. man up. It's so funny. I always <laughs> joke with guys like, you know, on the Brandon pan. Yeah. A bunch of dudes wrestling. <laughs> Like, we work hard, but then you put a little cowgirl on the fence, and all of a sudden, boy, howdy, like, man, people straighten their hats out. And Shoulders are squared yeah, it's, back. it's go time, right? <laughs> and that's just, the, that's just the beauty of uh, of the, the feminine genius, what it, yep. that we work together. We complement each other. We complement, so, just yeah. just like Claire and, and uh, her yeah, husband. Yeah, exactly. Very much so, yeah. Yep. So we all we all have it, and I, and I really think in a very chaste, beautiful way, uh, Mary was that for Jesus, and she can yeah. continue to be that for all of us. And what a beautiful thought to leave us with, Father, because mm-hmm. that's just something we can all learn. All learn something from Mary, and mm-hmm. all you know, whether it's to man up a, mm-hmm. or whether it's to to be that that uh, the inspiration that encourages mm-hmm. the man up part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's yeah, beautiful. we all. Well, that's great. Well. We have one more interview coming up. Can you imagine how quickly today has gone? Boy, howdy. It, it is just flying mm-hmm. by. This is great. This is, yeah, it is great. Well, we up next, we, there's a unique way to promote prayer and reflections on vocations. And, and you know our our guests, right? You guys have a, a beautiful uh, brotherhood. We do. We have a fraternity. So Father Hip and Gwen is our next guest. He's a good buddy of mine, known him for years. So I look forward to visiting with you. This will be this will be so great. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear how this is going to go because um, I think vocations. I mean, I'd like to say people say, "Oh, there's a vocations crisis," and maybe there is, but maybe there isn't. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to just, I guess, trust that Mary's got this under control and and that the yeah. right the right young men will be invited to to do. So I'm excited to talk and and hear what's going on. So stay with us here on Real Presence Live. We will be right back after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 